Welcome back to another episode of Inside Inside Sales. Brought to you by our sponsor, Vanilla Soft, with your host, Daryl Prale. Join us as we interview industry experts in the dramatically growing field of inside sales and sales development. Tune in as Daryl brings you actionable strategies and tactics that can immediately increase your sales and success. So you ready? Hey, Daryl. Oh my goodness, oh my goodness, oh my goodness. Another week has gone by. I have been busy as all can be. I am whining, folks. I am admittedly complaining here. It seems like there's another endless cycle of news on the cable channels. You never know what the hell is going on anymore when you wake up. It, there's there's discord everywhere, but there's excitement. You know, the weather is always a constant adventure. And then again, full circle, my schedule has been crazy. I don't know, man. Well, I'll tell you this is that, uh, you know, we're kind of in the middle of trade show season right now myself, which is kind of a pro and con because as, as a sales rep, who doesn't love trade show season, right? You get to go and actually go to cool cities and hang out with other vendors who are like you and talk to people face to face, not on a phone, not behind an email, not on a social touch. You get to talk to them. You really connect eye to eye, face to face. You get to show them your products, your services. You get to gauge their reaction in real time. They're at that show because they want to hear from you and you can maybe help them out. And there's lots of excitement that ends. You have that conversation at the show and then they're like, yeah, let's follow up. We'll take this conversation offline and, and I'll talk to you next week. And, and here we go. So, you know, that's the upside of shows. It's nice. You get to go and hang out with them, maybe share a drink or two, a meal or two. It's all good. It's all good, man. Well, it's always interesting at the shows, though. So my role, as you don't know, I'm, I'm the head of marketing and, and I need to get staff at these shows. Often I'm bringing in my first choice for staff, believe it or not, uh, the marketers out there will hate me, is not marketers. I don't want to bring marketers to the show. I love my marketers. I am a marketer, but I want a sales rep, a sales rep who actually knows how to engage within you know 10 seconds, 30 seconds, qualify, suck them into the story, really, really connect with them and get all that juicy information out of there. But here's where I'm conflicted with sales reps. I'm conflicted because sales reps, they're unknown. They're a bit of a wild card, right? Because me, I'm out there with a public message. Maybe it's on my pay-per-click ads. Maybe it's on my podcast. Maybe it's on my webinars. Maybe it's on my collateral. Maybe it's on my website. Who the hell knows? But it's somewhere but I'm saying something. If I were to bring in a, another marketer, the marketer would stick to that story. So the experience the customer has is flawless. It's consistent. What I saw on the ad, what I read on your blog post is exactly what I'm hearing you say now. I am feeling good. No surprises. But sales reps, sales reps, are, why man, you come and you think you know better. And sometimes you do. Hey, I'm not trying to discount your skill. But many of you are guilty of going off off the plan. Let's call it that. You go off. And then all of a sudden the customer is confused. And I listen to you and I go, what the what the heck was that? I've actually taken my VP of sales aside before. And I'm not kidding, guys. This is honest to God truth. You should you should know this. I've said, I've lo I love that rep. That rep is great. Never bring that rep to one of my shows again, ever. And he'll look at me and I'm like, have you heard what they're saying? Oh my, I, I don't, 
I know what my product does and I don't know what he's talking about. I don't know. Never bring him again. And I love my VP of sales. He goes, okay, I won't. And he doesn't. And that's a chance for him to work with rep on training. That's my point is that you guys go off the playbook sometimes. So how do I manage that? Because I want to manage it because I want you there because you're the sales rep. I give you a script. I give you a script and I ask you to follow the script. And hey man, you can have some creative freedoms with it. I get it. Be you, just like I'm me. But please, for the love of goodness, for the love of everything that's right in this world, follow the script so we don't confuse the customer and we get our consistent points out there and we clearly articulate our differentiations from the, from the competition and we know what the call to action is, we know how to follow up with them. I want you on message. So we've proven a lot of our messages, we've tested them. We know what works and what doesn't, despite what you might think. We're not morons, well, at least not all of us. But people struggle with the script. They don't wanna follow it. And you know, and that's truly, I get it, been there. I hate scripts, I've been given scripts, but I also like scripts. Because I'll tell you, when I'm a new rep coming in or I'm being shoved into, hey Daryl, you're gonna demo this product in 24 hours and you ever seen it? My God, where's the script? Where's the call guide? Where's the talking points? I don't wanna mess this up, too much is on the line. I like a script, please. It's like a little comfortable blanket to wrap around me and it's by protection. And if I mess up, it wasn't me, it was the script. And if it was me, it was the script and me, of course. Scripts are such a contentious thing. I did a debate with Benjamin Dennehy about a year ago, descript or not descript. He was anti-script, I was pro-script. I've heard all the complaints, I've heard of the laments. Daryl, if I have a script, I can't be myself. Daryl, script is for amateurs. Daryl, give me some credit, I don't know what I'm talking about. I don't need no freaking script. Daryl, I'm a sales professional. Walk away, you're a cute little marketer, but you don't know what you're talking about. Blah, blah, blah. I, you know, I don't agree. I brought in an expert. I brought in an expert to be the arbiter of should you use a script or not? And we'll define what a script is and we'll talk about the pros and cons. We'll talk about his opinions on scripts. Are you ready for this? I'm talking, okay, Gates, big surprise, you're tuning in. You get not the A team, not the B team, you get the A plus team. This guy is a YouTube rock star with gazillions of followers, best-selling author, trainer, extraordinaire. I am thrilled about this one. This one, ladies and gentlemen, let me bring up to you my good friend, Victor Antonio. Victor, welcome to the show, sir. What is happening? Thank you for having me, man. Super excited to be here. Uh, if you guys don't know Victor, I mean, this guy truly, normally I tell you to go to, the, to LinkedIn or Twitter and follow him, and yeah, do that. But no, this time I'm gonna tell you something different. This time I'm gonna tell you, go to YouTube. Go to YouTube and subscribe to his channel. Not only does this cat know what he's talking about, he has a mean kick ass set that is like kicking my butt when it comes to lighting and sound quality and everything else. This guy is a rock star. He is the author of 13 books on sales and motivation. He launched the Sales Velocity Academy not too long ago. His most recent publication was Sales Ex Machina, How Artificial Intelligence is Changing the World of Selling. He's gonna be at this little show called Outbound coming up where apparently he might have a new book called Upselling is the New Prospecting. You can check it all out at sellingergroup.com or you just follow him, but that's the plug. That's why I love you. Victor, my friend, talk to me, riff to me on your thoughts on scripting. When people ask me about scripts, let's go with the people who don't like scripts. They always kill me, right? It goes, Victor, I don't like scripts. And I always say, well, tell me your story. You know, tell me, give me a little bit about your background, where you're from and all that. And then they begin to spew for five to 10 minutes about who they are. I said, dude, that's a script. At that point, he has to admit, it's a script. The thing is, we have a bunch of scripts in our heads that we've developed over the years. There's certain phrases we always say. 
There's certain key pet responses we always have when we're talking to people. We use scripts. Now, the real question is, and I think the misperception is that a script is this thing that you have to follow robotically. As you pointed out, is that you could add your own flavor. I always remind people that, remember that Bruce Lee saying, uh, when it came to training, he said, absorb what is useful, discard what is not, and then add what is uniquely yours. Let me say that again, because I love that, that statement. When it comes to training, absorb what is useful, discard what is not, and then add what is uniquely yours. So when it comes to a script, it really is about adding what is uniquely yours. But there's certain things that have to be said. And in a recent podcast, as you know, I talked about how I worked for a company that was selling a software package. And to make a long story short, you can listen to podcasts if you want. I talked about how I got off script because I never really used a script. So I was probably like you guys, didn't like a script. But then I learned to use a script. And every time I went off script, I can tell numbers went down. And how did I know this? Because they would record all my sessions. And every time my numbers dipped, they went back to the script. I said, Victor, right here, you didn't mention that. You know, here, you sequenced it wrong. You showed this before you showed that. So even all these things matter. What you say, when you say, how you say it does matter. When marketing has tested some of these scripts, maybe you need to respect marketing a little bit. But again, I'm not saying don't use your own flavor. Please do so. But certain things have to be said a certain way. So what's the reaction when you say, dude, that's a script? I have a, a similar story where people come to me mm -hmm. all the time and they'll say, Daryl, you tell me to be busy with content on social and to share and to build my brand, but I don't know what to talk about. And my response is, dude, talk about that. And they look at me and I'm right. like, talk about, you don't know what to talk about, all right? And then I'll say, did you have a sales call today? Yeah, did they give you an objection? Yeah, did you, did you handle it? Yeah, talk about that. I'm like, huh? You know, how did you connect with that person that you had a call today? Well, I did this and this, talk about that. It's the exact same thing, we're doing this whether we want to admit it or not. So I love mm -hmm. your point about the script being we're already falling back on defined scripts that we're comfortable with. But there was a time right. where we weren't comfortable with it and then we had to develop a script. I think over time, you know, one of the things we did back in the day when I was selling telecom equipment, and by the way, I truly love your trade show stories. And, you know, because I remember doing a lot of trade shows. We've all been there, right? Got the massive booth. Hopefully you get the fluffy carpeting, right? Because you're going to stand all day. And, and somebody comes in, in and says, and you say, can I help you find something or look at something? Let's just say, or even a, a retail store. Let's say you work in a retail store. Somebody comes in and you say, can I help you find something? What do they typically say? No, just looking. No, just looking. So I often ask people, what do you say? When somebody says there's just looking, when they're just looking, what do you say? And the answer I always get is, well, I don't know, Victor. I just tell them, you know, well, if they need me, I'll be right over there. And I always say, if you don't have a powerful script of what to say and how to say it, you're going to lose some type of what I call that connection you make when somebody walks into your booth or walks into your store. Imagine somebody comes into your booth. And you ask them, hi, how you doing? My name is Victor Antonio. What's your name? They give you a name. Can I help you look at something? Is it something you're interested in? They're probably going to say, no, I'm just looking around. I'm looking at all, you know, you know, whether it's your collaterals or your equipment on the wall, whatever it may be, I'm just looking around. What do you say? Now, people who don't like scripts says, Victor, I'm a natural dude, man. I just like to go in there and I like to wing it, man. I like to really just connect with people, that whole thing. And I get that. And that just cracks me up because it's like, well, that's not a process. That's not a system. It's not duplicatable or repeatable. I remember when I got trained as a sales guy, right? And I would ask my, my mentor, I said, okay, so when the customer says this, what should I say? Well, Victor, just go in there, talk to him, just, you know, just connect with him. And I'm like, dude, that's not a process. That's not helping me at all. When I think about, for example, let's, let's give a tangible example. So people listening to this go, I get it. 
if someone were to walk into a retail store or your booth and they said no and they responded to you by just saying no i'm just looking around what would you say that's powerful and it would grab them and that's what i would ask here's what i would do let's take a retail store somebody comes in can i help you find something no i'm just looking around my script already is great love for people to come in and look around let me tell you what we got over here over here we have the pants they're great. Over here, we have suits. They're perfect. But over here, I think you'll find some great offers you might be interested in. My name is Victor. I'll be right over here if you need anything or have any questions. Now, having that type of script, whether it's for a booth or a retail store, lets that person feel comfortable. Notice, I didn't try to infringe on their space, didn't try to talk to them, but I provided value within a short period of time. I told them where the nice pants were, where the suits are, and where the special deals are at. And that's what people want. How do you educate them, but guide them and have them look at what you want them to look at? So if you take a trade show, for example, if I know that we just have a new product we just launched, I'm going to say, I'm glad you came in to look around. We got two big things going on right here. You've probably heard of the, the model 9000, blah, blah, blah. That's our biggest seller right now. But I also want you to take a moment and check that out right there. That's the new 10,9995X whatever. That right there has two features, this and that, that I think you might be interested. Take a look at it. Walk around the booth. I'm right here, Victor Antonio, if you need me. That's what I think scripts are powerful for. You know what to say without thinking about it. Does that make sense? You just hit on something that was so huge there. You know what to say without thinking about it. And I know... One of the things that I like about scripts, uh, and I admit I have a love-hate relationship, but I like about scripts, they do give me that comfort, that safety net of when I hit, hit the question, I'm not sure what to ask, I can fall back on the script. The other part I want to talk about is I don't have any issue with anybody going off script a wee bit, personalizing it, but make sure you know the script first so that when you're personalizing yes. it, it's just your spin on it. It's not completely I off agree. message. So you agree with that? I, I want to add something, if I may. Yeah. If you remember, there's a guy, uh, his name is Albert Morabian. And Albert Morabian kind of came up with this formula for liking, whether I like you or not. And you've probably seen the numbers, but it was really a study based on liking. And he says 55% of whether I like you or not is all visual body language if you're groomed well so do we judge a book by its cover absolutely he then said 38 percent of whether i like you or not is voice tone inflection speed right and only seven percent was actual verbiage content but the part that always got me was that 38 percent of whether i like you or not was tone and you mentioned something already that you need to know what to say here's why have you ever asked somebody a technical question or an important question is, hey, tell me about that. And the person does this. Uh, yeah, I think we can do that. And you hear that little, uh, yeah, I think we can do that. And that little hesitation, your reptilian brain, that reptile back here, that amygdala fires up and says, in a moment, that person doesn't know what they're talking about. So if you don't know what to say, those little hesitations, those little mental hiccups, those glitches, people pick up on that and go, hmm, I don't think this guy knows what he's talking about. I think I'll just think about it. I'll get back to you. And I think those are the subtle places we miss deals when we don't know what to say. I am loving this conversation. I'm going to go to break now, guys. When I come back, I'm going to hit Victor with all the usual objections people share with me on why they don't use scripts. We'll hear what he has to say. Don't go anywhere. CRM was designed for managing relationships. Sales engagement is designed for starting them. Current stats indicate that sales reps only contact new leads about 50% of the time and make less than two attempts to contact them. 
and they're only about 35% productive. CRM is the wrong tool to engage sales prospects. VanillaSoft is an engagement platform. It allows you to rapidly turn marketing qualified leads into sales qualified leads. According to user reviews, VanillaSoft will increase your pipeline and productivity by three times or more by ensuring each new sales lead is engaged within seconds persistently and with the cadence that's optimal for your prospects. Don't let your sales leads fall into a black hole. Take your lead engagement and sales qualification out of your CRM. Try VanillaSoft for free at VanillaSoft.com. All right. Did you guys like that commercial? Was it like smooth sounds of the jazz station? I don't know what they're playing the commercials. Hopefully it wasn't too bad, guys. If it was bad, send me a message and say, Daryl, your commercial sucks. And I just fast forward through it and we'll fix it. All right. Antonio, this is what I get in no particular order. Let's just go through them. A script sounds robotic and mechanical. That's not how I talk. Those are the words I use. And the audience, the customer knows I'm reading a script. Mary had a little lamb. Its fleece was white as snow. Mary. Now, she had a little lamb whose fleece was definitely white as snow. You know, remember that Zig Ziglar line? I could, I could take one line and give it seven meanings. He says, I did not shoot that dog. Statement of did not shoot that dog. Ah did not shoot that dog. That was a personal denial, right? I did not vehement denial, right? I did not shoot that dog through a rock at it, but I didn't shoot it. So if you're not using intonations, inflections, dropping your voice, just like you did right before we went to commercial, really use that voice, that tool you have, then of course it's going to sound mechanical. Don't blame the script. Blame your larynx. The script doesn't jive with the customer conversation. It's just I can't follow it. It's not in context. Well, no sales process is sequential. But if you knew your script, you can off-road a little bit and always get back on script and actually guide the conversation. Remember, when you're doing a one-on-one conversation in your head, you should have a roadmap of where you want to go, what points you need to hit. So imagine this. You're going down the road and there's five places you need to stop. I never said you had to go sequentially to stop at one, two, three, four, five. But as long as you hit all five and you say the right things, then you're on script. The messaging in this script is just wrong. I'm a sales guy. This is written by a marketer. It's just wrong. And I have much more success when I do it my way. Then you should really talk to marketing, get together with the marketing department and hash it out. But don't just disagree with it just for the sake of disagreement. And if you're going to disagree with them, make sure you bring tangible information because marketing has put in a lot of work, a lot of effort to come up with these messaging. And sometimes we as salespeople think we know more than marketing. Sometimes we as salespeople only have one degree of vision in terms of what's really going on in the market. So maybe marketing knows something you don't. You're going through this way too fast. This is really good. You know why? Because I know my stuff. Because you know your stuff. I know. This is really good. Okay. The the script is for beginners. I'm an established sales guy. I don't need a script. This is what I tell all salespeople. Let's say you just told me that. I said, look, if you're killing your number, if you're knocking it out of the park, please do not listen to anything I have to tell you right now. If you were like murdering your number, every year you're 150, they raise the quota, you're still 150% over. Do not listen to anything I have to say. But if you're like more than half of the salespeople in this world, you're not hitting your number. And maybe, just maybe, even if you've been in this business a long time, you might be missing something. 
You and I know that sometimes we've been in the business so long, we stop listening. Number two, maybe you've been in the business so long, you forgot to do the certain things you did that made you successful back then, but you're not doing them today. So maybe listening to a script may remind you of something A, you need to start doing. Maybe two, take what you have and maybe improve on a little more. And again, if you could integrate some new concepts, maybe, just maybe, you'll close more deals. The script is a distraction. I'm so busy trying to follow the script that I can't take notes and I can't listen to what the customer's saying. So Charles Duhigg wrote an interesting book called The Power of Habits. And in there, if you want to read the book, he talks about when you don't know your content, basically your brain activity processing power is all dedicated to actually trying to figure out what you have to say. But when you practice your script, you actually see your brain processing, your bandwidth actually go down, which gives you more space, more time to present your content. Set it other way. If you're thinking about your script, you don't know your script. Think about this. If I wake you out of a dead sleep, you should be able to say it like that. If you can't, you don't know your script. And because you don't know your script, you're using all that processing power to recall what you should already know. But when you know your stuff, you don't have to recall and you have more room to have better conversations. Okay, I think you're going to say almost the exact same answer with this next objection. The script causes me to stumble because I'm trying to force it in. And, and it's just not natural to me. And it, it actually becomes a distraction to me. And I forget how to sell. Okay, well, this ties to two or three things we've already talked about. One is that no sale is sequential, like say A, then say B, then say C, then say D, right? Sometimes you have to go A, C, back to B. But again, remember, the point of the conversation, think of the end goal. The end goal is to make sure that you hit those three key points, your messages that marketing has developed for you, that you know will close the deal. If you know you have to do that, then now let's figure out how do we work those into a conversation. If you're stumbling to fit something in, never force it into a conversation. Maybe step back and use my trick is to always ask a question. For example, let's say I want to talk about, I don't know, dogs right now in the middle of a sales conversation. I would say, hey, out of curiosity, do you have a dog? And that's my way of asking a question to actually bring the issue up. So use questions. If you're stumbling and you don't know how to get in and you feel like you're forcing it, step back. You got to guide, not control, guide a conversation. You know where you're going already. Take control of that conversation. Guide them to where you want to go. You want me to memorize a script, but I got a number to hit. I got activity metrics to hit x number of dials a day emails etc i don't have time to memorize your script there's two scenarios going on here one is that they gave you a script that's so long that it makes no sense and you can't hit your number so for example if you're in a call center and the script is too long and you can't make 100 calls that's more of a script management problem that you should discuss with your manager because i can't say all these things and still hit the call without sounding rush so that's when you would have a discussion with the script manager or your manager in general said look when we use a script when i fully follow the script it's too much information to jam in in there i can hear the customer locking up on the other side and i think i'm losing 10 percent you know 10 percent sales conversion rate right it's dropping what you need to do is get with your manager and shrink that down but that doesn't mean the script doesn't work it just means that maybe it's too long of a script so why don't you sit down with your manager and see if you can tighten that bad boy up and again this is part of the process when somebody gives you a script for the first time do it 
And then you begin to tighten it up. I do a lot of presentations. And guess what? When I do the presentation the first time, I think I have it, but mm, I don't. Based on the audience's reaction, I go, nah, it's just something's not right. Let me tighten it up here, take this out, add this here, flip this there, and then try this. So again, it, you have to work with your manager, your team supervisor, say, I can't fit all this. And if they don't believe you, have them sit in on it. Have them rec- record some of these calls. And then let them hear the other person choking on the other end with all this information coming at them. But that's a script development problem, not a script works problem. All right. I have a thousand more questions I want to ask you. We're running out of time. You have probably given my audience more hands-on advice and this tight window that I've gotten a ton of episodes. So to that, I thank you. I want to segue now, though. You are making your first ever, if you will, debut as one of the four anchors of the Outbound Conference. For those who don't know the show, talk to us about what the show is and talk to us about your new role in such a prominent position on this massive event. Well, first of all, High five and Jeb Blount, uh, Anthony Norino and Mark Hunter, and the big group of shout out to Mike Weinberg, who's doing his thing. When they reached out and contacted me, after, well, I spoke at Outbound for the first time last year. Outbound's a great show. And I shouldn't say show, it's a great conference because, one, it's not a giant pitch fest, as Anthony likes to say. So you're not going to be pitched from stage. You know, nobody's going to try to sell you anything. It's full content, a lot of content from some of the best speakers and trainer in the business in the world of selling. And Outbound is really focused on, you know, I think it was a reaction to the inbound movement, right? People, you know, just waiting for calls to come in. Everybody bought into the whole cold calling is dead. Social media is the way to go. Pay-per-click, search engine marketing, organic SEO, that whole bit. We don't need to call. Well, what's happening is that we realized that cold calling never died and it never will. I'm sorry, it won't. And we can have that longer discussion some other time, but you need to know how to do outbound, reach out, call, connect with people. And that's where scripts actually come into play. Having good scripts, tight scripts, one that really emphasizes value is what you'll need. I know if you come to the outbound conference in May 5th through the 8th, you're going to hear varying opinions on how best to do it. And again, absorb what's useful, discard what's not, and then add what is uniquely yours. I did a keynote last year. It was a 30-minute keynote. And when Mike Weinberg decided to step down, and it was basically he wanted to do his own thing, as I always say. And I really appreciate them saying, hey, Victor, would you like to join us? And so I'm super honored to be there You know, this year. And it's my first time as one of the four. So yeah, I'm excited. You have heard just a snippet of Victor Antonio today. Again, go subscribe to his YouTube channel. If nothing else, you can't get to Atlanta in May. Subscribe to his YouTube channel today and you'll just get nonstop Victor Antonio in your face nonstop. And he's got short sessions, he's got long (laughs) sessions, and they're always well lit. He always sounds like a million bucks. Now, beyond that, follow him on LinkedIn, Twitter, all the usual stuff. You can follow at his website, which is sellingergroup.com. He would love to hear more from you. Or you can just go to victorantonio.com, which I think redirects to sellingergroup.com. But if you get a chance, you should go to Outbound. Here's a tip. Use code VS, as in Vanilla Soft, VS100. It'll save you a few bucks. We'll get you in there. With that said, sir, I am so grateful for your time today. Everybody check him out. My name is Daryl Prale. This, my friends... My tribe, my peeps, this is another episode of Inside, Inside Sales. We shall talk to you soon. Bye-bye. You've been listening once again to another episode of Inside, Inside Sales. Hosted by Daryl Prale, the CMO of Vanilla Soft. 
Tune in every other week for actionable ideas to increase your sales productivity. One of the many shows on the ever-growing Funnel Radio Channel. Sponsored by Vanillasoft. Soft.